This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. Back row and chill with Johanna James on Fubar Radio. Good afternoon. It's Friday. It's 4 p.m. It's back row and chill. I'm Johanna James and I'm joined today by the lovely. Selfie! <laughs> I forgot my name for a second there. <laughs> <laughs> Happens to us all at the it best does, of times, don't does. worry. Um, we have got such a packed show for you today. We've got some amazing guests lined up to talk to us about Edinburgh Fringe, the Ud- Underbelly Festival. Uh, it used to be Udderbelly, which is why I got a bit confused for a second there. Uh, we've got Lucy Patterson coming in later on, our resident film reviewer. And we have... So much entertainment news to get through for you today. Um, Sophie, do you want to give a little a little bit about yourself and where you're from? Where are you from? Hello, everyone. My name's Sophie. I'm a Capricorn. Um, no, Ooh. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I'm Sophie. I'm an actor, presenter. Um, been in London for five years now. Where are you from? Because your accent yeah. says you're not from oh, here. I'm not, am I? I'm very northern. So, yeah, I'm from a tiny little town up in the Lake District. So... Couldn't be more different to London. Just watch how I become north, more and more northern as this show goes on. It happens. It I, happens to the best of us. I do. I no, but I'm worse. I'm worse than most people for accents. I will literally start to adopt whoever I'm talking to. I'll start adopting. What's their it accent. called? I think the technical term is hedging. Is there? Apparently, yeah. Oh. I think. I might be wrong. Don't quote me. Sounds quite sexual. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Or maybe that's edging. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Mixing them up. But uh, yeah, no, I do that. And I, I used to work in a call centre. And by the end of the phone, honestly, I'd be like Welsh, Irish. <laughs> it would be like, okay. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> you have a lovely day. All right. Like, what? Take okay. care. Uh, right. Okay. Let's let's get straight into a bit of music because I've got a, a packed show full of soundtracks. That's what we do, Sophie every week mm-hmm. I go and find my favourite songs that I'm loving from TV shows Netflix shows old new whatever doesn't matter um, I'm going a bit old school now this is an 80s track called Axel F mm-hmm. which has appeared recently on the Netflix Glow which if you haven't checked that out it is my favourite thing on Netflix it's so moment. good I finished it oh did oh. you take my recommendation and watch it I did yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant it's so good not going to lie there are a lot of songs coming up from Glow so today's going to be very 80s themed so we're going to kick it off with this one and I think we should have a little bit of a boogie just because it's Friday and uh, we'll get warmed up definitely do some lunges here we go (laughs) oh it ended okay that's all good (laughs) awkward when you're singing a song and it just cuts out on you cheers cheers (laughs) music deck right uh, it is Friday it's background chill I'm Johanna James I'm joined by the lovely Lovely, there it is. Lovely. It's happening. Oh, I'm already happening. It's happening. Oh, I'm already turning more northern. It's Sophie Craig. It's Sophie Craig. And if you like the sound of our voices and would like to see what we look like, uh, you can because you can check out all our socials because that's what uh, that's what Sophie does. She makes comedy bits and bobs on the internet. Hey. So where would they find your face if they want to? If you want to find my face, you can just Google. No, I'm kidding. Um, don't Google. Don't, whatever you do, don't no. Google me. Okay. Um, uh, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at it's Sophie Craig. Uh, on my Twitter is Sophie Lou Craig, and my Snapchat is Sophie Lou Craig as well. Sophie yeah. Craig. Uh, guys, if you want to get involved in today's show, please do. We are just but a tweet away. So <laughs> join at Fubar Radio. Make sure you're following us and you can tweet us in there or you can even email into the show to make it extra personal. Ooh. That's chill at foobarradio.com. 
chill at foodballradio.com. You can email in anything, questions, we will answer. It can be about anything. I mean, not that we're particularly experts, but mm-hmm. anything. Or let us know what kind of movies you're enjoying at the moment or movies that you're hating. Uh, we will shout you out. So get involved. Just tweet us at Fubar Radio. Love it. <laughs> I think it's time for a bit of entertainment news all right okay so we're just going to go into this little segment of the show i'm just going to walk you through the show as we go because you're new to this but uh let me find my little thing okay here we go it is time for the entertainment news (laughs) on back row and chill (laughs) i know we're so technical here (laughs) okie dokie what's going on in film news right so we were literally just talking about this off air weren't we baby driver oh Yes. So Edgar Wright is already in talks about a Baby Driver sequel. Is he? Yes, which I'm like, yes! Yes! Um, I mean, it's not really a surprise. It's like smashed the box office. It smashed mm. the reviews. Yeah. Um, it is my favourite. I'm going to go see it again, actually, on Sunday. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, it's I just wicked. Want, I just want to see it. Because it means that we got to go see the premiere, didn't we? We did, indeed. Oh. Yeah. Which was all, all kinds of fun. Um, so if you haven't checked out Baby Driver at the cinema, really do. And also go to Spotify, because they've got the entire soundtrack on there. The soundtrack is amazing we were just saying like i was listening to it on the underground on the way here and you're literally you're walking with purpose like it's a soundtrack to your life it is it's, it's brilliant absolutely brilliant so i'm so excited that number two is on the cards i hope it's still got all everyone involved that didn't die no spoilers <laughs> um, what? so mm, hopefully hopefully because it kind of ends on a I wasn't sure whether the ending was sort of a dream or whether it was the real thing. Was it the end? Was it the end? Or was it just the beginning? Uh-huh. We don't know. <laughs> Very exciting. Um, if you have seen the film and you would like to win a little bit of merchandise, stay tuned because we've got a Baby Driver competition we're going to launch on the show today. So you're going to need to be involved in our Twitter for that, at Fubar Radio. Just make sure you're following. All you need to do is retweet uh, when we launch that competition and you can win a whole bundle of official Baby Driver stuff. Very nice. Very excited. Oh, you're very generous. I wish you could win baby. That would be great. <laughs> a baby? <laughs> no, not a baby. Babies. <laughs> just to clarify, <laughs> I do not want to win any children. <laughs> baby is the name of the lead guy mm-hmm. in the film. He's a, he's the getaway driver and he's called Baby. And I kind of have a crush on him now. Oh, do you now? I think I do. He was in Fault in Our Stars, wasn't he? He was. He was also yeah. the main guy in Fault in Our Stars. Yeah. Um, so if you don't have a crush on him on that, you will now. You will now when he's mm. driving a car and mm-hmm. being all sexy. Oh, <laughs> uh, dokie. Now, Emma Stone uh, has said that male co-stars have taken pay cuts to ensure equal pay because there is uh, there's a lot of chit-chat. Well, always there's a lot of chit-chat, but especially right now in Hollywood about equal pay, equal right, who gets paid fairly and what, what, what. Um, I think it was... Who's the most well-paid? I think it's Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, it is. I think yeah. she's the most well-paid. And I think the male is is Dwayne Johnson, quite possibly. Oh, I think that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. The Rock. <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, but uh, but saying that, even though Jennifer Lawrence was the most well-paid, uh, she got, like, less of a fee than... She, I think, I'm pretty sure she got less of a fee than Chris... Pratt mm. yeah there's a lot of things isn't so there about like it was mm-hmm. Wonder Woman there that's a, another good example oh, there's yeah, a big thing got about she got massive. massively underpaid in comparison to anyone that's done sort of another superhero movie to, to Superman yeah yeah Superman got like millions yeah. and she got 300 yeah that was it it's bad isn't it Ooh, I mean she has got more now now that the film's done really good I think she's been paid in like sort of 
subdues afterwards. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I just made that word up, subdues. <laughs> Royalties. That's the one. <laughs> but I'm going to call them subdues. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the, she's about to star in her next movie, which is called Battle of the Sexes. Um, and she's revealed that uh, male actors that she has worked with have taken a pay cut to match her salary, which is that's really which cool. is really nice. Yeah. And I think the Big Bang Theory they did this as well. Yes, they did. All the five main members of the Big Bang Theory they took a pay cut so that the other two uh, who play Bernadette and Finger Me Bob's girlfriend, the two girlfriends, oh yeah, they could get um, pay pay rises. That was it. Um, so that was quite nice as well. I mean, this this film called Battle of Sexes is, um, is look quite good. So I thought I'd pop a trailer on so everyone can have a little listen mm. to what. So this is Emma Stone's new movie, Battle of the Sexes. Trailer's out now. Hello? Eureka, Billy Jean! It's Bobby Riggs. I had a great idea. Male chauvinist pig versus hairy leg feminist. You're still a feminist, right? I'm a tennis player who happens to be a woman. Don't hang up. Uh, by the way, I shaved my legs. Billy Jean King, already a champion of women's rights, is now the most successful female player of all time. I am not saying that women don't belong on the court. Who would pick up the balls otherwise? Oh my God. Call Bobby. Tell him it's on. Now don't get me wrong, I love women in the bedroom and in the kitchen. What are you talking, Bobby? The more nonsense you spell, the worse it's gonna be when you lose. I'm gonna be the best. That way I can really change things. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna put the show back in chauvinism. Bobby's a clown. This whole thing's an act for him. 40 million people are watching. The battle you've all been waiting to see. No, I'm done talking, let's play. The battle of the sex. I put the show back in show business. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right, right, right. Uh, what else have I got there? Um, ah, right. Did you see the movie Creed that came out a couple of years ago? No. Do you know what? I haven't. It was actually very, very good. Yeah. Um, I keep, my fiancé keeps saying, we need to watch it, we need to watch it. I think he's seen it twice, but... And that little casual drop that you got fiancé. Oh, did <laughs> I mention the fiancé? Oh, fiancé. Do you know, I still can't get... I've been engaged now for like ever and I still 20 can't. years 24 <laughs> years and um, <laughs> and uh, yeah I still cringe myself out using that word I know it's, it's quite so hard to you've got to sort of slightly step it's over like, it I didn't realise there was two versions of it oh, there's really? a girl version and the boy version no I did not know that yeah so if you're a girl it's a fiancé which is two E's yeah and if it's a, a guy it's just the one E I didn't know that until so how I had do you to buy the car. Oh, but you say it both the same. Fiance, fiance. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. This is my fiance. My fiance. <laughs> Sounds more French that way, isn't it? <laughs> no, I don't know. If anyone knows that, what's the technical, is there a difference in pronunciation? Fiance, fiance. Let us know. It's that kind of Friday. <laughs> um, so Creed, yes, that's where we were. Yes. So, so Creed 2 is coming back, including Michael B. Jordan, who played uh, the the Creed guy, the main guy, who mm-hmm. was absolutely gorgeous. Hello. Um, so I'm super happy that he's back. Um, and apparently the uh, Sylvester Stallone has dropped on, he dropped on Twitter or Instagram, he dropped a picture of the possible Creed 2, I think they kind of like photoshopped something yeah, together, yeah, yeah. of the possible storyline. But basically it's going to be, uh, Creed Jr. is going to be ending up fighting the guy who killed his dad in the original Rocky movie. Uh, so it's going to be all like, epic showdown with personal parent issues and stuff. Um, so I'm kind of excited about Creed 2. Um, that would be amazing. And uh, the Fantastic Beast 
sequels have mm-hmm. begun filming finally and uh, Ru- the rumour mill is saying that the there's going to be a lot of surprising nods to the original Harry Potter so there's going to be more Harry Potter references than there was in the other one. Oh, lovely I uh, lo- we love Harry Potter we do love Harry Potter <laughs> yeah. we do love Harry Potter <laughs> And the next film is going to be moving to, like, it's going to be set in London and Paris, which I'm really excited about. So yeah. they're going back more to Europe, which I think was one of the things that I felt was a bit missing from the Fantastic Beast mm-hmm. because it was over the pond. Yeah. It just Harry, lost. Harry Potter's, Harry Potter's not over the pond. Harry Potter's English. Yeah, you know. It's English. <laughs> it's ours. Darn it. Um, yeah, so I think that it's coming back to film in London. And I think that's going to make it a lot more. It's going to have that quaint Britain. But, but that's what the Americans liked as well. They loved the fact that it was in England. Yeah, and we love the fact that it was England. So just give it to England, all right? Cool. <laughs> They've listened to us. They may proceed in making that movie. Um, and I'm just going to uh, end for now on this um, bit of a viral phenomenon that happened this week. Did you hear about the bullied birthday boy called Ollie? Oh, yes, I did. Yeah, so on Twitter, there's a little boy called Ollie who was turning nine this week. And his mum tweeted, does anybody know anyone sort of sort of famous who could say happy birthday to Ollie? Because he's having a really bad time with bullies and particularly bullies that are sort of really having a go at him for the fact that uh, that he doesn't really have anything or that like, he doesn't know anyone and that yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. So it'd be really amazing if someone... So what happened was somehow this got picked up on some sort of the way that this does on the internet and uh, Stormzy ended up retweeting and tweeting back to him to say happy birthday. So many celebrities so, um, did. Who else was it? Um... I think even the Gladiator guy got in touch. Yeah. Russell Crowe did. Russell Crowe. Yeah. There was uh, so many celebs jumped on, which was just amazing. So this little boy got happy birthday from like all of Twitter, basically. And um, I think that's that was amazing because so much of the internet is spreading like so much crap and yeah. so much hate yeah. and so much like... Oh, Do you know, it's really heartwarming, isn't it? And it, it, I think it's really good to show... Obviously, he's nine. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like... And the amount of like crap that goes on, like people use it as a platform to bully now, don't yeah, they? Being online exactly. and stuff. So to see something really positive come from it, I think is so cruel. And the fact that they were saying happy birthday. Oh yeah, like Zoella and her yeah, boyfriend yeah. sent video messages there was, in. There was tons. There's the presenters on this morning. All like the CBBS presenters and stuff as well. Like that he watches. I think it's so cute. I think Stormzy was probably a bit cooler than the CB presenters. Yeah, probably got a bit more street care. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> but that was amazing that they all sort of stood up. And the fact that like I think what is it? Exactly, Stormzy said. He said, "Like, uh, don't pay any attention to the bullies. They they all end up being the biggest waste men later on and yeah, stuff." I was just yeah. like, "Not only did he say happy birthday, he also insulted your bullies directly." Amazing. Boom. Yeah. Brilliant. Right. Let's get back on track with a little bit of music because um, I'm feeling that a little bit more. Um, another one from the Glow. I think we've got to go for another one for the Glow. Yeah. This is "You Make done. Me Feel" by Sylvester, and I think you cannot not dance to this song mm-hmm. so it's going to be possible so I'm going to get stretching out let's <laughs> limber up let's limber up because this is You Make Me Feel <laughs> Back Row and Chill with Johanna James on Fubar Radio we're back <laughs> It's time for our first guest, I think. We've got our first guest in the studio, so a huge round of applause. Welcome to Maddie Alhoff. Hello. Welcome, girl. And we just had a little bit of a mini reunion in the the green room because we already know each other. We already know each other. We We played pool for a thing and then we did some sexy on a pool table. No, no, that's that's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) We did. We lay over a pool table. Yeah, we we got very sexual on a pool table. Sounds very nice. For a sketch. Guys, for a sketch, for a sketch. <laughs> for a sketch. <laughs> 
basically anything goes if you just say it's for a sketch. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We're just filming a sketch. <laughs> so I, true. I shot someone today, but it was fine. I'm sure it was a sketch. I mean, actually, this week I did have a little uh, experience of that. I dressed up as an old woman. Oh, with like, a, yes. With oh, a yeah, dimmer okay. frame. Yeah. And in the sketch, I'm supposed to, like, the guy comes over and I go, like, oh, piss off. Um, and then I end up getting in a fight with someone, basically. Yeah. And we were trying to film out on the street. And every time I fell over on the Zimmer frame, oh, no. everyone would come oh, running. God. There was heroes from everywhere. I was quite impressed. They actually thought I was an old woman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know more that there's heroes. Because where are they? Exactly. I was like, if I just fell over in the street, people would just laugh. Exactly. But if I was an old lady, so I was quite happy that I felt but, when I'm old. And we know, yeah, exactly. We know. So now it's catcalling, but don't worry. Get through the catcalling because when we're old, people will help us when we fall on our asses. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, okay. Can you imagine, though, that if you are a hot old lady, you're going to get a big mix of both? <laughs> oh, yeah. They're going to be like, oh, I'll help you, dear. Oh, look at you. Yeah. <laughs> Sturdy hip. <laughs> so, Maddie, you are an actress in in your own right. Um, comed- actress, comedian? Um, yeah, I d- the thing is, I'm more, yeah, character comedian, let's go. I trained as an actress, but hey, look, <laughs> you've got to focus on one thing. <laughs> look what's happened. Yeah. And so you have a brownie show, which is, mm. is going to Edinburgh. I thought you said a brownie show. I was like, that's brownie. great. Mm, that's all about brownie. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> all different kinds of brownies. Salt of caramel. No, a brand new show uh, that is going to be, uh, it's at the Underbelly. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. um, I did actually see that this was on, and I texted my other friend and was like, "Can we go and see this?" Thing? Yeah, I think it's really amazing. Yeah, oh, good. Are you going up? Yeah, man, it's going to be good. I think. Yeah, it's my first time there. I'm normally in Gilded, so I just wanted to do. I basically, I'm 30 at the end of this year, and I was like, I need to not give any. I can swear on Facebook. I've been doing so much normal radio that I'm like, darn toots about that. But yeah, no, so I thought, well, this is the year that I'm 30, so this is going to be the year that I have to like write the show that I want to write and just not listen to anybody and just do it. So I did. So I did it in December, and then in February, I did Leicester Comedy Festival, and it was like the first proper run of it I'd had. And as I was on stage, I was like, that what the like there are so there, there's a bit I do where I do like an inner child and I was like, Wow oh, shit, this is coming up, like how's this gonna go? <laughs> and like there's a whole bit about how we like you know, basically I play my own inner child because I found out about four or five years ago I can do a really good voice of a five year old child. Oh nice. How how did you find that out? I uh, don't wanna get into that. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it was for a sketch, okay? It was for a sketch. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, so, I, so then I was like, you know, doing less comedy festival, and I was like, this is going to, like, not sure how this is going to go down. Because you, you, you were writing for, like, up to six months in, by yourself in a room. Yeah. And you, like, you go a bit crazy. Mm. You know, it's an hour show. You're like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. So then, but then I got nominated Best New Show at Leicester. So I was like, great. Okay, so I'm on to a good thing. Mm-hmm. So I've been previewing it since ever since then, really. So I'm yeah. kind of like my big one next weekend is I'm playing Main Stage Latitude Festival for the first <gasps> time. Oh, I love Latitude! Wow. Yeah. So I'm gonna. I'm. I said to myself in when that got booked that I'd have a finished show by Latitude. <laughs> so I got a week. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Never, never too late. Um, how do you find doing like a one woman hour show? Because that would like ter- terrify me to go and be on my own. No, you wouldn't. Wouldn't. Oh. No. I mean the thing is. I like sometimes I love it and sometimes I hate it like some I mean because I just did a show in Brighton Comedia and I was doing a double bill with Sleeping Trees 
I use a sketch group, sketch, it's sketch. And um, <laughs> they, they're brilliant. And the guy was like, yeah, we kind of like, we don't really know it, but it's fine because, you know, if I'm feeling a bit tired, then he can do it. And like, you know, they can kind of share the thing. And I was like, that is it. When you get to like the third week of Edinburgh, that you're like on stage being like, oh my God. Uh, yeah. But then having said that, I'm a bit of like a, um, I'm a bit OCD when it comes to like organisation and mm. like getting things done and so I kind of feel like when I'm doing one woman at least I know that I'm going to be there for the rehearsal like 98% of the time yeah <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> but yeah yeah I get that yeah because you have the control of it yeah um, I think actually that's one thing because I've gone from actor to kind of online comedian where I make all my own sketches mm. and whatnot and then I, now I've got so used to writing, filming, directing, shooting, editing everything mm. that to then hand that back to someone mm. would be really weird because yeah. I feel like I'm just like a control monster now yeah you do and the thing is like of course you when you get when when we <laughs> you know get to that point of having our own sitcom yeah. and, uh, <laughs> yeah. of course like share share and share alike you know <laughs> fine but I think up to that point and you do like I've done a few bits and pieces for TV and like when you're writing those I remember the first one I did and they were like yeah yeah that's cool so we've just got a team of writers so just kind of hand it over and then you know they'll get back to you and I was like no, no, so I, I can go in there. And they're like, no, no, it's cool. You don't need to. Yeah. And I was like, no, but I want to. That's my baby. Yeah. 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 Do you so, know what? Things are changing, I think, mm. especially sort of with online presence and stuff as well. Like, I, I'm a trained actor as well. Hello, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I think you make your own work. Do you know what I mean? I think that's, like, there's a new way into sort of mm. the industry now, isn't there? And I, just, I think it's always been there, but it's just more, now more than ever with, like, YouTube and all that kind of Exa- stuff. Yeah, exactly. You kind of, like, this is why I started a production company, like, mm, three months ago, and this is why I did it, because... Yeah. I, you know, I do characters and I kind of was ashamed actually the amount of people that were like, oh, cool. So like, can we see your character stuff? And, you know, I just didn't have like an online presence. Mm -hmm. And just in terms of like full sketches or just little bits, you know, stuff you do and working with comedians. And I was like, if there's a platform for existing and upcoming comedians to work together and create new work and film it and get it out there and pitch it for TV, then I'm going to do it. But I was like, I haven't got any money. So mm. I was like, oh, I need to get some money. So then I got with this incredible guy who invested, who is now my business partner, um, who I was just really, really lucky to find. Um, and so we worked together. He does the business side, which is great because I'm shit at taxes. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and then I get to do the creative stuff. So, you know, it's still terrifying because you're like, I'm going, oh, I don't want it to get to after Edinburgh and then you know the money be run out and then me that's the end of the company like I, you know I, you've got to keep you pushing keep stuff out gotta and like getting because where's the money well it's commissions really yeah. like until you get to a, your point of like you know YouTube stardom you can't there's not money for like little odd sketches and stuff you know you've got to keep yeah. mm-hmm. putting it out there and what is the oh it's called Herselves mm, okay show, yeah. and um, for as a little bit of a synopsis for people thinking okay a lot of this how, well, I'm going to go down to Udderbelly yeah. what's it about okay so my the thinking behind it was that we're okay, I want to talk for us as women we're mental and when we yeah, yeah. both like yeah, uh-huh. yeah. 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 Con- continue um, <laughs> <laughs> so when you're in different situations right you do you, you interact with people in different ways like um, when you're with your boyfriend you'll speak to him one way like you wouldn't use that same way to speak to your mum and dad like you wouldn't like <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> you know there's like all these different and so I kind of came up with this idea that behind every successful woman is herself 
So it's about every single woman that like lives inside of us. So nice. there's I play multiple personality. Exa- it's totally that. It's totally that. <laughs> yeah. So I play 16 characters. So I play 15 women and one man. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a little twist at the end, which obviously I won't tell you, but you find out that well something um, at the end so it's like there's, <laughs> a nice, there's a nice like big link to for all of the characters that kind of tie together so it was it's my way of basically going let, what is the way for me to have a platform to like do as many characters as I want and do them in little sketches and you know have little vignettes like some of them are 15 seconds and some of them are 5 minutes mm-hmm. and back to back and have it almost in a way it's like you know Orange is the New Black I love yeah. I love Orange is the New Black because there's just the writing in it is incredible yeah, yeah like amazing. in one episode you've got you know 15 story arcs of characters and I just love that so I was like you know I've got an hour here I could conceivably have story arcs in there of characters as well going yeah. from beginning to end so that's what it is. So it's just a kind of cr- oh, super surreal, like mm. like an onion. <laughs> yeah, it is. I am like an onion. Thank I you. Knew, I didn't say that because I knew you were going to finish that sentence. Did you? That was weird. Uh-oh. I set it up for you. Oh, well. Take it. Take it. Think <laughs> <laughs> working. working. Um, if you like Orange is the New Black, or yeah. if anyone listening likes the Orange, the makers of that show have made Glow, yeah. which is the new Netflix uh-huh. thing, and it is like. Again, that same thing. It's all 14 women who, like, or wannabe actresses who mm. sign up for this new wrestling women's TV show and they don't have no idea how to wrestle or act, really. Mm, no. And um, it's absolutely... So it's funny, but brilliant. Mm. And it's kind of Orange is the New Black-esque in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's my favourite thing at the moment. Yeah. At all. I've got it lined up, but I can't... The thing is, I know, I'm just worried if I start that, then I'm not going to stop. It's like Orange is the New Black, I did that. I binged that new series oh. in two days yeah. and I didn't do any work. So I can't start that yet. I'm, that's I can do it in Edinburgh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And they're only twenty five minutes per episode, so you can oh, you can yeah. just you can just just little, snip it. Yeah, little snippet there. It's like a little snack. Basically. My last Edinburgh, I was I was all about um, Stranger Things. So when's <gasps> that oh. coming back? That must be coming that back. That must soon. be coming back soon. Because that was then a year. I want to say October. But oh, I don't know. Know. it's been a year. It has been a it year. It has because yeah, I was watching it in August. Yeah, it's been yeah. over a year. It is um, back soon. She's got really curly hair. Eleven. What? Oh, she's yeah. growing her hair. She's gonna have to shave it. Well, no, no, no. It's curly. They've done the pictures. In the in the, in in the, the, the I think they've 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 stopped having to have her head shaved because yeah, the poor the actress is gonna have to have her head shaved for like the next five years. I mean, no, not the poor actress. She no. Look at the career. I, <laughs> I do like not feel sorry. I like her bold. I think yeah, she looked amazing. I liked it. Her and Natalie Portman. I've she's seen literally yeah, true. her as a child isn't but she? I've seen them with their heads shaved and for a second I've gone should I uh, I think mm. what shave your own head yeah, yeah. No, it, don't do it. It, it's tempted me and then I've gone no Johanna you do not look like Natalie Portman <laughs> I've so. got a really big head as well I've got a really I don't small think, head I, don't think I'd, I think I'd look like an alien or something <laughs> oh the strangest thing season 2 uh, uh, will arrive Halloween ah yes I thought I'd no, heard that's it that's annoying oh, that's that, we know summer we want summer yeah, but it is obvious. Fuck you, Stranger Things. Obvious the best time is uh, Halloween. I it? didn't mean it. Please come back. I love you. Okay. <laughs> it might be um, really scary. Right. We're going to pop to a little bit of music um, and then we can come back and cool. continue chit chatting about, um, you know, comedy and fannies and all of that. All right. Okay. Um, let's go for a bit of Bon Jovi. This is also from Glow. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going for all the soundtrack of this series because it's Amazing. brilliant. Amazing. Uh, we'll be back on Background Chill. The song hasn't quite started yet, so we're oh. going to keep talking. <laughs> so as I took my headphones off, I was ready. This is, this is like the most incredible intro to Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer that I've yeah. ever heard. We're going to start it out. Oh, here we go. It's here coming. it is. It's there coming. it is. Let's do a little bit of flexing. A little bit of dancing. It's coming in. Here we go. There we go. 
right is it actually 1984 in the studio today <laughs> you would think by my music choices um right we are still talking to maddie anholt who is got a brand new show called herselves at the Udderbelly festival which is south bank right no edinburgh fringe underbelly oh that's why mm. But it's also sometimes Correct. on the South Bank. <laughs> the underbelly is, yeah. So the underbelly is the underbelly. So there's, it's confusing. That's so there's why. One, yeah. okay. So there is one. So there is one on the South Bank. Correct. But then um, it goes up to Edinburgh, which is kind of same but different. <laughs> same but different. But it's not. All right. So you got to be in that end of the country. <laughs> oh, I was organising with my friend. We would have been turning up oh, down on I the South Bank. Oh. Like, where is it? Because <laughs> I was wondering. That's why I was like, "Oh, you going to Edinburgh then?" I was like, "No." <laughs> Oh, mate, so if yeah, you want to, though, the fridge. you're going to be on from the 3rd to the 27th of August. Yeah, that's, that's correct. Tell me about it, babe. Uh, yeah, every is day. That just one show a day, or is it you doing a few? Um, I am doing, so yeah, it's one main show a day, yeah. um, which is at the Clover Underbelly um, at 1.30. That's my main show. And then um, after that, we're doing like various lots of different pieces. So we're doing some radio there, we're doing filming, we're going to do like one big mega event that we haven't quite finished planning yet, but it's going to happen <laughs> at the very end. So there's basically like running stuff mm-hmm. every single day. Amazing. As well. Wow. So it's one of those ones that you go like, I just need to just like because normally I take everyone takes the 15th off mm-hmm. yeah. but it, it makes no difference like you're so screwed anyway you might as well just keep working yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's one of those like it's yeah. actually it's worse if you stop you run on adrenaline yeah, yeah. yeah. Just keep going. because then you just get hammered on the like the night before and you're like yeah woo day off tomorrow and then you take that whole day just to sleep and then you feel even worse yeah, yeah. So I'm like, screw this. I'm just going to work. I was going to, I did say about two months ago, I was going to do a dry August, but well, I mean, <laughs> I, make, I make no promises, <laughs> um, but certainly it's going to be like a full on. And then as soon as I get back, I'm going to Turkey. I'm done. Do yeah. you know who you remind me of? Um, oh. There's a comedian called Louisa O'Malley. Oh God. Yes. Uh, why is she like a, no. a rival? No, <laughs> no, it's fine. But she <laughs> smashed Edinburgh. She did a one woman show did. and she smashed Edinburgh with she her did. show. Um, what would Beyonce do? Yeah. Mm. And that, it was recently on the BBC I think it might still be on iPlayer but that show really revolutionised like my thinking of comedy and mm. really made me go I want to get up on stage and do stand up yeah um, yeah that was amazing so uh, if you had those comparisons before um, yeah once um, no but it's I mean the thing is what I because I got into this like argument once that I did a little thing for the Guardian and they were like something 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 uh, stand up comedian Maddie Anhorn and I was like well whatevs and it was quite, it was quite a few years ago and I got the amount of abuse I got off stand ups being like you're not a fucking stand up comedian you're not this and like she's not and I, I was like whoa there is actually a real thing within the world of comedy because I am not a stand-up comedian yeah like yeah. i you know and people don't and but what does it matter like it's comedy yeah so i on do stage yeah, yeah exactly and you are standing up but okay. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> well i mean this is my point so i do characters so i do like i do yeah. like character comedy and so anyway since then i've just been like do i really have to be super conscientious about going i'm not a stand-up like i did another interview the, the, the other day and i was like do i have to take out the word stand-up like it's ridiculous but then again I'm not like I'm not like I don't go and gig every single night like Mm. I don't you know like go and do like a 20 pound gig in Aberdeen like I don't do that just Mm. because I also I can't because Mm. I need to hide behind something you know what I mean yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) well I think it's where Louisa kind of bridged the gap because she does her stand up 
inner character. Yeah. So she's slightly on both sides. Like, so she's like a what if, if one of your characters did a, what, an entire show exactly. in the one. Exactly. Um, so that's why I really liked it. And also, I liked her jokes. Really yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, <laughs> I was thinking then when I was initially writing the show, like my sort of main character that I do is Shazza, aka Shahrazadi, he's my, my Persian princess, Persian <laughs> yeah. pench princess. And I was going to do a whole show of her for an hour. And then I was like, if Edinburgh is A, so freaking expensive. Mm. And like, if I'm really, because I wasn't going to do Edinburgh again this year. And then I was like, if I get sponsored, then I'll do it. And then I got sponsored and I was like, shit. <laughs> now I gotta do it. <laughs> Can't want to do it. So then I got sponsored by Moneybox, which is an amazing app. And um, then I was like, okay, so now I've got this like show, but then I might as well just use it as a bit of a showcase, and I might as well just do all of my characters rather yeah. than just doing one for sure. So just watch. I'm going to tweet you. Watch. Wait for the reviewer that goes. Well, this is just a showcase. Watch because it will happen. Yeah. And I'm like, what? What do you expect? Like, oh. what well, else? Sorry, I was just showcasing my stand-up. My drop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll piss them off. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh wait, that was brilliant. Well, I think for the last couple of minutes, I want to be. You can be my my virgin interviewee <laughs> on this new concept here on Back and Chill which is like the mystery jar of random questions okay. um, so I'm going to just pop open this little jar here are you engaged? No. Oh no, it's the wrong hand. Do you know what? I bought my no. I did, well, I've got rings on both. Oh, okay. I bought myself a vintage ring off eBay because fuck it, I marry myself. Um, go on, yeah, girl power. Go on. Did you? Yeah. I was like, well, I really want a nice, pretty ring. I'm not going to wait for a guy to buy it for me. Ah, That's nice. Buy it myself, babe. <laughs> Forty quid. It's lovely. Um, right here we go. I'm wrestling around here. Okay. In the I literally have not wrote, written these myself. Written I'm not written these myself. Really. You know. So I'm just going to pull one out and uh, here we go. Do I can I get like two passes and one pass at least come on if oh, I'm okay. what is the most useless talent you have oh my god oh I know what it is oh. okay. <laughs> but it's really bad for radio but it works alright go on oh. okay. um, so I can be Sally Phillips okay do you know Sally Phillips from um, Bridget Jones' Diary yes, yes. okay ready oh, okay. okay it doesn't okay. work on radio but it works so she's like okay cuff <gasps> Kafka, um, fuck them, Bridge. Like, fuck them all. Okay, <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> it's Sally Phillips. Yeah, and it is. I love her. Yeah. Well, that, I, I don't think that's useless at all. Thanks, because I love her. I love yeah, her. Yeah, she's brilliant. Yeah. What is your most useless talent, Sophie? Oh, I <laughs> am uh, <laughs> um, my most useless talent. Oh, I can um, kick my head with my legs. Like, get my legs oh, around my neck. Oh. oh wait, kick you? Yeah, I have to lie on the floor. Oh no, okay, don't worry. <laughs> okay. But we will trust you; you can do it. But yeah, I mean, yeah, and it's not. It, it, there was one time it was it was like a really bad thing that happened. I remember I was hanging off my friend at school, and she was walking, and like I was I was hanging off her shoulders oh, no. on the back, and like being dragged along, if you will. And she fell back, oh. and she fell back on me, and I just went in half, and she oh. winded me. I thought I was dead. <laughs> I thought I was dead. So now, then, you've realised since that point you can do it. Oh no, I've always been able to oh. do it. But oh. I mean, I suppose if I hadn't been able to do it, I might have broken my back. But <laughs> oh. no, I just realised you're hypermobile, like me, like that's, you, yeah, hey, cheeky. That's so that's probably why you survived that. I thought, yeah. that if you, you should say though, that's the story. That's how you. It's like kind of like a Spider-Man thing. Yeah, <gasps> yeah. You just fell on your back, and ever since then you could fold in half backwards. Yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant, because that's Done. a story. That's cool, though, isn't Mine it? Mine is so lame, but I realised today that my talent in life, my useless talent in life, is I have a talent that all my necklaces will rotate so that the back clasp is on the front at all times. <gasps> my so chocolates do in, it, in all, do in all photos or videos or oh, whatever, right, right, right. I've got the back little shitty clasp bit yeah. at all times. Yeah. No matter how many times I move it round, I'll look back in the mirror, 
and it's yeah. my neck just rotates my so neck. one like one day when you're you know super rich and famous like next week you'll get you can employ somebody to be like a clasp turner exactly and they can just turn my neck yeah. just maybe you can get like times. a magnet implanted into your chest and you know all that all that I mean that's yeah <gasps> did you see that thing there's a story going around at the moment about a hamster <laughs> oh my god oh no sorry it just reminded me I just have to tell you about it real quick um, so yeah this girl her hamster had been like sat by the side of his cage for like three days hadn't been eating drinking and this that and this. so she took it to the, the vet and um, sounds like I'm warming up for a joke doesn't it um, she took it to a vet he took it out uh, and it was fine. He was walking around. He was great. And Vet was like, "There's nothing wrong. Like, what? What would he been doing before? You know, he got ill." And she was like, "Oh, well, he got out and he was under the fridge." And she, he was like, "Oh, I looked inside his mouth. There was a magnet inside the hamster's <gasps> mouth. It stored it in its cheek. <laughs> it got magnetized to the side of the cage oh for three days." Oh my dips. god. <laughs> Thing. Oh, oh. <laughs> bless him! I know. But can you imagine you're always check inside your hamster's mouth. Yeah, yeah. check for magnets and your children's <laughs> mouth. Children and hamsters just always open yeah, up yeah, yeah. and have a scoop. Just you never know what's going to go on there. Um, thank you so much, Maddie, for coming on. Thank you, and all the best of luck for herselves. All, all sixteen of you. Mm, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, that is, looks absolutely amazing, and we will tweet. We'll tweet about it. We'll make sure you tweet. Thank you, Annie. Brilliant. Right, music-wise. Um, oh, I think I'm going to go. Ooh, Let's have a little look. What am I doing? What am I looking for? Um, let's go head over heels, tears for fears, because, you know, like, why not? Back row and chill with Johanna James on Fubar Radio. I always get so excited when I manage to do the, like, music to audio clip <laughs> transfer correctly. That's a beautiful like, transition. Oh, I did that well. Uh, right, we are moving on to our second guest. So a huge welcome to David William Bryan. Hello. Welcome to the studio, Background and Chill. And Thanks we for having me. are going to be chit-chatting about your show because you're also going to be at Edinburgh. Yep. It is the time of the fringe. It the is. Fringe. Everyone's uh, just disappearing up there for all La France. La France. <laughs> you literally took the words out of my mouth. Damn it. Sorry. I stole Damn that it. one. Um, but yeah, so your show is called <clears throat> Trashed. It is. Um, why is it called Trashed? Well, a couple of reasons. Uh, it's about a bin man. Okay, that would make and sense. And he's also an alcoholic. Oh, so. oh! So it's like the double play. <laughs> I feel sorry for him already. Oh, but it's the double. It's, the, it's the double play there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like it sort that. of encompasses everything. Mm, really. That's brilliant. And yeah. did you? How did it come about? Uh, um, so in 2012, mm -hmm. I met uh, the writer Sasha Moore at a writers group at the Bush Theatre. Okay. And because I also write as well. Mm. And we kept in touch, shared work, and then about two years ago, she rang me with the idea. And then it went back and forth for about two years and we finally finished it. And then we did like a work in progress run of it last April. And now we're going to the fringe with it. Amazing. Wow. So it's been like quite a long time coming, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been a very long time coming. <laughs> oh, it's been good though, because we've had time to just like do everything properly. Yeah. Because we knew we were going up to Edinburgh before last Edinburgh. Yeah, okay. So last oh. Edinburgh, we went up there and basically did a big recon mission and just yeah. watched everything Scouted and did our research. Mm -hmm. Notepad yeah. in hand. No. Yeah. <laughs> Shaky. Oh, that's and and so are you, are you excited? Are you ready? Are you not ready? Yeah, I'm like half excited, half just terrified. It's a one-man show, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Have you done that before? Um, well, I did the work in progress run of it, so I've done the show like a, a handful of times. Um it's scary, but it's very rewarding. Yeah. Exhilarating. Exhilarating. Yeah, but it's just so much to organise. It's like you have a to-do list and it just <laughs> yeah. gets longer, faster than you can do. <laughs> like, I don't think anyone, I don't think you can be prepared for the fringe. 
And it says here, it's a, it's a grimy, booze-fueled sucker punch of a play, uh, bound to make you laugh until you cry. So that's like the best. Yeah, well, I yeah. drink all the way through it. You actually drink all the yeah. way? Oh my gosh, you're going to have <laughs> oh, it's like such a hangover. Shitfish Shakespeare. Yeah. They do that, didn't they? Oh, they, yeah. were, they were in last week. Were they? Shitfish uh, Shakespeare, yeah. They they're, uh, they're a bit lucky though, because it's just one of them, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they only Whereas pick one. Whereas I'm doing it every show. So I'm going to be one of you. basically <laughs> drunk for just the entirety of uh, August. <laughs> I'm going to drink water tonight instead of vodka. I'm just going to switch them around. Can you not do that? No, uh, just, you know, I mean, I could, but a I'm bit cracking cans with the vinegar in. Oh. It makes it better anyway, you know. You you sound worried for me. I, I sound, I'm, I'm worried for your liver. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're not like the biggest of drinkers. We're not. No, you're not. <laughs> Do you you're know not. What? I had a couple of gins last night, right? Thinking I was hardcore. I can't handle, I can't handle drink anymore. It's getting tougher for <laughs> I, me as well. I, like I'm 26. Like what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. When I was younger, I used to get hammered and wake up and be fine. And then it got a bit tougher. And now it's just horrendous. Oh gosh, the that. end of the show. Oh. But the show's, the show's in the middle of the day. Oh, wow, getting pissed in the middle of the day. And the, it doesn't really hit you until after you've done it. Yeah. Because it's all, you're down in drinks for an hour. So when you finish, then it kind of hits you. So I reckon I can just, like, sleep it off in the afternoon. Yeah. You can also do, um, you could do a cheeky pretend swig. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely cheat it. Like, I don't yeah. finish every single can. Because there's a lot. Right there's, a, <laughs> there's a lot of cans going on. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you must have, like, a proper budget then for can, alcohol can. Like, do you I go mean, down? They're probably the cheapest thing about taking a show to the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. Do you know what's you really know. good, though? Milk thistle. It's really good for cleansing your liver. Milk thistle? Mm. What right, is that? Neck- yeah, what is that? I, I have no idea. It's, it's the milk it, of a thistle. It sounds no, like something in Lord of the Rings. No, you can get it from, like, you can get it from horse pharmacies and chemists and health oh. shops um, but yeah no it's really good to by milk <laughs> yeah. it's really a cheesy plug to um, cleanse your liver I think I've heard so far anyway in your kidneys and stuff so I'll write it down get yeah. it down yeah yeah it, it sounds like it's from a movie doesn't it I love her. You need you need like the feather of the phoenix and, and the, the milk of thistle. Milk of thistle. <laughs> Oil of milk thistle. Yeah. I don't really like milk or thistle, so well, can't um, say I've eaten a thistle. And so um with your rehearsal process. Yeah. Is it you and the director? Pretty much. It's just us two uh, producing the whole show and wow. uh, obviously like raising money for Edinburgh is like a nightmare. Yeah. So we're basically in the park just doing it in the park because the weather's so nice yeah. it's just wow. me getting and, drunk in the park uh, basically yeah I don't drink during rehearsal <laughs> there, is, there isn't really like a director chaos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plan it all out meticulously and then get shit faced and do it yeah yeah. Oh, but wow. we just literally get some string and some pegs and mark it out on the on the floor Amazing. and that's my stage and we just get cracking with it wow in true fringe style yeah Yeah. and before Trashed and sort of what are you thinking much after Trashed at the moment it's all just about this show. yeah I mean it sort of takes over your life it's hard to think about what to do after Edinburgh I mean yeah. we'd love to like tour the show bring mm-hmm. it do a proper run in London and things like that but yeah at the minute, it's just Edinburgh is so much. It's just it's quite yeah. full on, isn't it? Oh, even no idea. Are you going like, to go on holiday to... after it? Yeah, I think I'm just going to have to lie down Hibernate. for about three months. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. And uh, what 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 is uh, the pre? What's where? That is a lot of what what who what where remix preview. Where did you start with your acting? Like, did you always know? Oh, I want to act. Oh no, I went or... into acting really late. Okay, I did a load of random stuff first, and then at 26, I was like, oh, I'm going to go off and be an actor now, Boom. and um, went off to New York for almost four years. Oh, did, did it um, in style? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, I, went to, I went to drama school there. Right. Wow. Okay. And yeah. then I came back and uh, started being an actor. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do before that? 
before oh, before an actor. Oh god, all sorts. Uh, when Were I you left... a bin man? No. No. Oh, no. Darn. Um, yeah, just like five years of uh, method. No, um, I was. <laughs> Uh, I was a professional rugby player actually first, and oh. then um, and then I went off to uni and got pissed for about four years and yeah. got a rubbish third. <laughs> and then uh, I was in a, a beatboxing group for a while, and then as a um, job, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. <laughs> an, can you imagine on your in- car insurance form? What are you beatboxing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've just it's just been a bit random. My whole life's yeah. been a bit random, and then. Yeah, just thought I'd give acting a bash, so I went off and did a summer course and then just fell in love with it and then studied for, like, the whole... Mm. Yeah. And is theatre your your main thing, or do you, would yeah, you like to do more I prefer, film? I prefer theatre. Like, yeah. I like the live thing. Yeah. You know, I like the thrill of, like, the do or die, especially when it's just you doing a one-person show. The well, thing you, that terrifies me yeah. the most is skipping. Because if you skip, accidentally skip to the end, the show's like five minutes long. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only thing that scares me, you know. Yeah, you'll be fine. I would Um, literally, but don't worry, all you can do then is you can just like do like a little rewind and be like, yeah, it it probably probably would become abstract. Yeah, yeah, some like really weird piece where (laughs) you start with the end. (laughs) It isn't linear. Ooh, what is life? (laughs) Boom, mic drop. I feel like no one would notice in in Edinburgh. Exactly, everyone would just be like, (laughs) <laughs> great, great yeah. concept. I love it. I mean, I have shot stuff, uh, but it's just you don't. You just if you muck it up, you just do it again. So it's not much of a thrill. Yeah, no, I know? get that. Do you know, it's a bit slower as well, TV and film it's and stuff, yeah. isn't it? And, and I, I think I think, I think uh, each actor's like their sort of energy matches a certain yeah. medium. And I'm mm. always when I, when I'm on camera, they're always like, do less, do less, Obviously, like bring yeah. it down. <laughs> so on stage, my life, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas some people find it hard to sort of. Uh, become bigger on stage, you know. So yeah, I think yeah. this, I just feel more comfortable on stage generally. I'm see, I'm stuck. I I'm I'm of that party, but I love film. Yeah. <laughs> so I keep trying yeah. to be on camera and being massive on camera. Yeah. Um, so whatever, it's fine. Um, but yeah, it's kind of awkward if you're auditioning for like Downton Abbey and you're just like coming into bursting into the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just I just try and do not. I just try and do nothing basically. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, it's like that horrible. There's like a there is like a, a fine line between wooden, yes, and, doing and completely over the top. Yeah, yeah for yeah, me, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm exactly the same. And generally, I'm more that side of the spectrum. So are you the are you actors then? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, hello. This is just like uh, yeah. Okay. We're actors who, and we we make a well. We make comedy sketches for like online, like like a YouTuber, Facebooker. Oh great! Blah 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 blah. blah. Um, I say YouTuber, even though I'm not really on YouTube because that's what people understand what it is. But right, right, right. People don't really know what you Facebooker is, but I, I work on. Facebook. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Basically, we make our own content, make our own sketch great. ideas, little mini short scenes, films, and put them out. And cool. there is an audience there, and um, yeah, with the goal to get into mainstream. Right, that's what we do. I feel like I'm in an interview. Oh no, I'm not. Just having, just <laughs> this having, is really, really good. Just having a chat, aren't we? Who's conducting the interview here? We can show you on TV. Maybe we could be in your show. Like, what? <laughs> Amazing. Um, so, if you have just tuned in, we're we're talking <laughs> we're talking about trashed, yeah, <laughs> essentially, which is going to be at the Underbelly Festival, not festival, the Underbelly. It's a venue, so it's it has venue. multiple like parts in Edinburgh. We're yeah. at, we're yeah. at Cowgate, which is one part of the Underbelly. They are various. Uh, bits it's in Edinburgh. It's 626 Cowgate, it says here on the PR. Yes. Um, and the show is trashed, and it is all about a, a bin man struggling to deal with the death of his daughter yeah. uh, whilst struggling with his thirst for booze. Yep. <laughs> so It's you know, Keith. It's his real it's life. Good, good name, Keith. Keith. Yeah, Keith Goody. Goody's yeah. his uh, nickname. Ooh. It's Keith Goodman. 
I can see Keith being a bin man. It's very work. He's it's set in Yorkshire. It's very working class. Yeah. You know? It's very grimy. Yeah. He's grimy. Sounds Everything good. smells. It's like yeah. shameless. Booze flying around. Yeah, it's kind of got that it's sort got of raw feel to it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm loving it. So, guys, check it out. Uh, make sure you go to at Foodball Radio because we're going to be tweeting all about the show as well so you can go and chase it down. Um, and uh, Maddie did ask before if you would be up for shouting out her show at Edinburgh. So, she'll shout out yours and you shout of out Of course. Her. I yeah. mean, I'm because you're going to be performing at the same I, I must time. have missed her. I think she just like ran away, didn't she? <laughs> yeah. <I think> she <laughs> but um, yeah, 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 like tweet her and definitely. Yeah, For, oh, brilliant! Yeah, Aww. love it when everyone collabs together because then you guys can just share your audiences. Boom, yeah, exactly. boom, 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 boom. Exactly. So all the best of luck for Edinburgh. Thank you, thank so, you much so much. For having thank you. Thanks uh, for having us. That's a what not problem. Um, I'm just having a little look now of what we can, um, what we're going to go for. Oh, this is called Flexing by Roomzy. So let's give this a go. It's back row and chill. 24 7, I'll be flexing. Back row and chill with Johanna James on Fubar Radio. Boom, it's gone five o'clock. We're into the second half of Back Row and Chill. It's gone quick. Hasn't it? Doesn't Time it flies. When you're having fun. <laughs> Amazing. We are one, basically. So we are one. We are the same person, I do worry. I think, yeah. Uh, we've got our third third guest uh, in the studio so a huge welcome to Gabriel Gonzalez uh, welcome 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 oh, thank you thank um, me. I feel like I need to get like a massive applause button so that it's a little bit more than my it would make me feel better oh sorry what about this then we have Gabriel Gonzalez Gabriel is that a bit better excellent I can't wait to share that to my mum brilliant brilliant available on iTunes it genuinely is after the show. <laughs> um, so a huge welcome. We are going to be chit-chatting today about the web series that you have created um, because it is pretty fucking good. Thank you. Um, so do, do you want to pitch it? You 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 say what it's about because you're going to obviously way um, better than me. Yeah, why not? Um, it's based about the contemporary dating culture of London. Um, we were trying to do an episodic show uh, touching on several unique and maybe unseen characters and drawing from situations that aren't so typical of that world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then it all t- taps into this sort of like peculiar fabric and tapestry of what it is to actually date in London and draws in on characters and their dilemmas outside of dating and how that affects them trying to find love, uh, etc. And we, I feel like we came up with something um, really sincere and honest uh, on, on the topic. Yeah. And it's very, it's, um, my understanding is it's episodic, as in each episode sort of follows a... Yeah, it's quite contained. Um, you do bump into or brush into a character from a preceding episode or Amazing. a preceding episode. So you do see the familiar faces um, every so often. Um, and, you know, the situations can vary from being quite funny and distressing or embarrassing or awkward, which I think we all... Dating Wait, all yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a bit, a bit like Love Actually esque in the sense that there's like loads of different stories, um, and the characters kind of can cross contaminate yeah, a little oper- bit. Yeah, yeah, they operate in the same world. I think the point of doing that was is that that because everyone is so, you know, without being, um, you know, uh, self centered everyone is so involved in their own situation. For sure. And um, I think it, to brush into another character in the show is to sort of say, well, we don't really know how much we have in, realise how much we have in common with the other person. You are not alone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd liken it to a show um, that was on Netflix recently called Easy. 
It's like mm-hmm. a Joe Swanberg show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And it was great. And when it came out, I was like, oh, no, they've copied our idea. Uh, but <laughs> damn it! The, yeah, damn it. But their budget is a million times more than ours. <laughs> How dare you, Netflix? You've defeated me again. Um, but that's a, that's a good one to, to check out as well if you're into that sort of, of mm. thing. Mm. And so how did it come about? Because I think it is, it is such a huge achievement nowadays to, to get any project off the ground and get legs and, and run with it. So how did you get it from like, I have an idea, to here um, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Onto the small screen, yeah. Um, it was, uh, it's, well, so I'm part of a collective of filmmakers called G59. Okay. Um, we're people that met in film and TV uh, industries and advert advertising when we were sort of in junior positions. Mm-hmm. And some of us are still in junior positions, including myself. Um, uh, and then from then on, that's like, that's five people. So if you think about years of working together and meeting people and meeting like-minded people and coercing them and flooding them into helping you out on a project you mm-hmm. can actually go quite far with mm-hmm. what is you know a, a skeletal crew and, and minimal kit and if you're a bit more daring as well with how you um, let's say access locations I'm all about that like I'm not actually not, not used to anything up but like being chucked on a tube and running off it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I shot a feature in London where they, they, they got confused with the uh, the licensing of um, because there's city of London mm. and then there's like central London right. yeah and they got the wrong thing so they couldn't so anyway we were trying to film and every time the police came we just all run in different directions yeah classic like, um, did, I've done that a few times it was a big one we're filming on a, an estate <laughs> and um, like literally we got chucked off and we we're halfway through a shot so we had to go and we had to do a night shoot to reshoot it on an old abandoned state there were heroin addicts like coming out mm. of like the the flats and stuff and we had, to, we had to get security and everything but I mean it ended up being much better than the one we kept getting chucked off but well, well done. For Scary getting, times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, like that's why you need it's insurance. For the art. <laughs> yeah, do it for the graph. <laughs> but this is—I mean, I haven't seen. Um, I, I, I saw the trailer on on Vimeo, and I saw like a, an extended trailer of one of the episodes. Um, where, if people are like, "Oh, yeah, okay, I'm done for watching this series." Where? Where and how can they? Well, I mean, it's um, it's being hosted on Vimeo. Uh, mm-hmm. Where it's, you can find links to that on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on all of it. G five nine TV. You mm-hmm. just type in. Um, we're also on a web series hosting community called Stareable, which is something a bit more um, specialised in trying to reach out to people who are fans of web series. And I'd recommend if people are looking for you know short bites of stories and narratives and mm. series like that, it's a great place to start. Um, but we are pretty widespread. We're there's five of us constantly plugging it. And okay, <laughs> so it is available. Are all episodes out? Just um, the first episode for now. Uh, okay. The second episode is out on Tuesday. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Um, and that's one where we do, uh, again, very gorilla on the tubes of London and pu- pubs of Camden. It's not quite the estates. We've, uh, yeah. <laughs> we're there, we, we got it done, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so did you, um, it says that you're the creator. So did you, did you write? Yeah, I wrote what would eventually become the first series. Um, we, when I came, I did come up with the idea, and I said to the crew, "This would be great. I think it fits our voice and what we're trying to say." Um, I feel like if we could also get it made quite easily um, if we tailor the stories um, in this sense. And then we invited a bunch of writers, and with the aim of inviting other directors and new actors 
to sort of expand the network. But um, somehow only my episodes uh, ended up getting made for the first series. So <laughs> <laughs> I what don't know how I engineered that. I don't know how that came about. Are but, they um, based on uh, real life experiences? Uh, oh, yeah. Has um, anyone going to see they're like, that happened to I, me? I know him. That happened I, to me. Wait a minute. I went on a date with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> it was awful. Um, <laughs> uh, for, like, fortunately, it's not, it's not too close to home. Um, I think when writing, it's, uh, it's always good fun to sort of take a departure from your, your life. It does come from sort of conversations and, you know, chit-chatting with friends and catching up about their experiences. I think there's one, there's one episode which you can closely lift, um, but it didn't end. The one which Ozzy's in, actually, uh, the first episode, Elias, is like they go on a skate date. Yeah. Um, where he takes a girl and meets a girl and they go uh, and he teaches her how to skate in the streets of Hampstead. Um, and that was something that happened to me, but it was it ended quite positively, actually. It was quite a nice experience, whereas Ozzy's uh, or Elias's uh, experience in the Didn't episode, go well. Didn't, uh, <laughs> yeah. Not, uh, not a great end to his experience <laughs> in skate dates. <laughs> yeah, did you get hit in the balls as well? Or no, I, l- luckily I was, um, I'm not as uh, risky as, as Elias is. It's very okay. much from getting A to B with me on a skateboard. So. Oh, amazing. Well, I, I really like, and like the look of it, I mean, if you if you did it I'm not sure what your budget was but it looks so professional like you know when you get kind of like a startup web yeah. series there is an element of your, you're kind of expecting it to be a little bit DIY yeah. but this does not look DIY oh great thank you it looked be- like beautifully shot that means a lot thank whoever you. your DOP was like keep employing them yeah definitely they were <laughs> we, yeah. We really u- good we used a host of them and it was a budget of, of really like sort of less like hundreds uh, it's like one episode would be for like 50 quid oh, wow what, um, what camera did you use we use a very like a couple of cameras actually we use a Sony FS700 mm-hmm. with an external Odyssey recorder which sort of um, amps up the quality uh, in that respect or for a couple of episodes we used a 5D I think for another and a Sony AS7 another tiny little camera which is quite mm-hmm. tricky to tame when you go handheld um, but yeah, a variety of cameras and, and ta- really talented crew. Yeah, well. wow. I think that this is going to tap in. This particular web series is called All of Them, if you're just listening in now. So, what we're we talking about? We're listening about All of Them, which is on Vimeo. Vimeo, Facebook, yeah. yeah it's a web TV. series about the, the ups and downs and ins and outs of, of dating in London, which I think is the mo- one of the most relatable things ever. Because if you are of a, you know, finding a partner age, unless you are someone who is a bit like asexual everybody you have to go through the dating stage if you yeah. want to find a partner you gotta like try out some people yeah so it's, it's, it's the most relatable thing ever I'd be so terrible dating I am terrible dating but how how do you like because I've been with my other half for like four years and they're like the, the idea of having to find someone like this yep. Tinder Starting thing again. Oh, geez. like yeah. the online thing. No! Like, do people even meet in pubs anymore? Like, what's going on? Well, I, I um, ended well a few years ago. I came out of a four-year relationship and I was single for the first time yeah. for four. And I was literally mm-hmm. like, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. Like, what do I do? <laughs> and I had this like solid year of being single. And I actually, um, the, the experiences that I had yeah. were so. Uh, horrific slash hilarious slash like yeah. I was like I was like this, I, I need I need to write this down <laughs> yeah. because this is this is brilliant. It's um, it's a shame it's my life, but it's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think that everyone can relate, and that's why it's something that I I'm like keen to use 
in more of my own content is my own mm. experiences of because if you can't if you can't laugh about it like what can you no, do exactly. but, yeah, exactly. but like there's a point where I gen on dates with like people that I random I was looking for cameras because I thought this is a setup. this can't be real this yeah. can't be real the one time I ever went I'll just digress for one short story the one time I ever decided to go on a blind blind date oh, no. so like I didn't know the guy from Adam oh. he approached my uh, Facebook and messaged me and said I'd love to take you for dinner and I was like you know what? <laughs> you don't look like a crazy person, so why not? And then, um, yeah, met up with him. And, um, well, I knew the date was going to go badly when I got there and was like, so where are we going? And he was like, I don't know. Where, did, where do you want to go? I was like, oh, you? Great. Always have a plan. Always oh, have, have a plan. So he was like, I'm not from London, so I don't really know anywhere. And I was like, well, I'll show you somewhere then. <laughs> so then we go, and then we're like getting into the dinner. And it's one of those people that just can't decide anything. What do you want? I don't know. What are you having? Oh, my oh, for God. God's sake. But then. Take the reins, why don't you? I know. I was like, who's driving? Okay. <laughs> uh, and then he starts to, you know, midway through sort of a conversation. He, uh, I said, oh, let's go to Soho. Soho might be nice there. I have to. And he mm. went, oh, no, not... Mm. My dad said, never go near Soho. I was like, why? He was like, because of the gays. And I was like, right! Okay, <laughs> goodbye! Straight away! Good night. Good night, uh, weirdo. Goodbye. <laughs> and, I was, and then a tranny walked past at, the, at that point, And he went, ugh. And I went, I think she looks amazing. And um, and then I was like, this is not going to work. Like, sounds I was like, like a twat. But yeah. for the fact that I think this might make an amazing blog post slash movie one day I'm gonna I'm gonna like stay so we we had some dinner um, and then through the dinner he you braved it wow uh, okay. yeah because I, at this point I was like I'm, it's a story I was like this is a story it's a web series this is gonna it's be a- this is gonna be like an Oscar <laughs> at some days um, but then we were having, and I nearly spat my wine out because he um, he said um a racist uh, a racist thing I don't know if I can say it on the radio I think I can anyway he called someone a racist thing and I went excuse me what um, and he and I said you do realise that um, he started talking about how he didn't like people from the Middle East and I said wow and he goes well but I do like the film Four Lions though that's what he said and I was like wait wait you, forgiven <laughs> I was like what? You, said, you do understand that um, Indian people and Middle Eastern people are two completely different races because yeah. you just used a racial slur for one and then referred to the other so I don't think and then he went no 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 we're going to have an argument here they're the same I was like oh, okay oh. Uh, can I have a little and then so I literally I ducked out I was like good night to you sir so he was homophobic race, racist and didn't have like any kind of and was a pansy. What a, a complete <laughs> pansy, yeah. I like, it could not have gone worse. Plus, he was not six foot like his profile said. I'm just saying. Uh, oh, he um, was at least four inches shorter than that. Yeah. So, um, uh, well, it was. Uh, yeah. Sorry you went through that, but great story. You ever been on a blind date? <laughs> not a blind date, but going back to the tour thing, uh, one, one thing, the first thing I said to sort of, uh, in person I was meeting for the first time when I met them was, I'm sorry I'm not taller, uh, because she was taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> she found that endearing, but uh, I don't mind. If it, I've, I've gone out with people who are shorter than me. I don't it wasn't mind. like I was lying uh, about my height. It was yeah. just like mm-hmm. a realization that neither of us fought to check. But um, well, I'm five foot four, so if they're shorter than me, it'd be like uh, you'd be like <laughs> you can be taller than that. Just, <laughs> how old are you? <laughs> Saying that, I went on a blind date. Well, it wasn't blind. I'd met him the night before, but I was wasted. Um, and then I ended up going on a date with him the next day because I was single. And I got there, didn't remember what he looked like, which is really awful. Don't do that, children. <laughs> um, and uh, we got there he had planned everything out and he was like kitted out in a suit and I was like I don't remember you looking like this I was in my 20s he was 16 <gasps> oh my word I left <laughs> I was like oh my god Yeah, I did that thing where I pretended somebody had rang and you're like they're doing the movies yeah. and you don't think it's ever going to happen and it doesn't happen but I was like oh I'm really sorry I've got to go the scandal in the studio my, right? this is crazy my oh. kitten needs to be told a bedtime story come on <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness well anyway okay. um, so 
the point is, is that dating is one of the most relatable, horrific, right. heart-wrenching, yep. funny things that we all uh, have yeah. to do. Um, and we all have to also dip back into it. We never know when we're going to... Because we're in a relationship and you never know quite when that's going to maybe end or not. Oh, my so, God, be prepared, yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> so, so I, I would never say be like, oh, dating game's far behind me because you might one day find that you've got to do it again. So um, all of them... <laughs> Very positive message yes. there. <laughs> <laughs> You're in a relationship, but for how long? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Realism. I mean, if you watch the show, it'll make, it might make you think twice about not being in a relationship. <laughs> yeah. you go, oh, I can't be bothered with this. This, yeah. is, this is crazy, the madness. But on. all of them, which is on Vimeo, first episode up, um, it was amazing. Thank Thank you very much, Gabriel, for coming in. Thank you. Um, it's been brilliant. Um, I've been playing songs today that are uh, that I like from like my favourite movies or Netflix shows or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go for a bit of oh a bit of uh, Riverdale. Oh, have you seen that movie? I'm not I movie. It's not a movie. It's a series. Oh my god, it's all for you. It's on Netflix. Thank you. I will take. Called Riverdale. I will take that and I will do it. It's brilliant. Um, this is Sugar Sugar by the Archies. Thank you so much. This is Back Row and Chill. Robinson, it's Kent Jones, and usually I like to be in the front, but right now this is back row and chill. So sexy. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, Kent Jones. Uh, we've got a competition for you guys. So if you want to win free shit, listen up. Uh, it's at Fubar Radio. Got to head over to the Twitter and just make sure you're following us and then retweet our pin tweet for a chance to win. We're about to start the competition now. You can win. A whole shed load of Baby Driver merchandise. So we've got sunglasses in a case, a barrel bag, earphones, of course, um, and audio trailer vinyl. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, it's all to do with the new, brand new movie Baby Driver, which is at the cinema at the moment. Go check it out. It's absolutely amazing. Oh, uh, so if you want to win that, just go to Fubar and, and retweet the Twitter shit. And, you know. can, can I do it? I think you can, yeah. I'm not allowed. Because, <gasps> but go oh. on. Go on. Go on then. Cheeky. <laughs> I love that. Oh, a barrel bag. Oh, I'd love a barrel bag. Is that those ones that are like barrel shaped, <laughs> I'm assuming? I believe so. It's not a rucksack, is it? Or um, it's just a barrel <laughs> that has a handle. Yeah. <laughs> Oversized. It's all the fashion. Can you imagine? Uh, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Um, so let us know, and we'll be announcing the winner all later on. So um, that's really cool. We've got Lucy Patterson, our resident film reviewer, coming up in just a sec. Uh, we're going to be telling you what's hot and what's not with the latest film releases or what's on Netflix, Amazon, uh, all that jazz. Or TV, I guess, as well. That that old thing. (laughs) That that old thing. It's in the corner of your room and gets dust on it now, probably. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? I, I really don't watch anything on, like, terrestrial TV no, kind of I don't anymore. think many people do it's um, it's dying a death it is dying a death mm. to be fair it is uh, they even, there was a thing saying that um, subscription uh, things like Netflix and Amazon they are going to be taking in by the year 2020 they'll be taking in more revenue than the film industry yeah like I, I can, yeah I can so, imagine it's all mm-hmm. going online baby mm-hmm. so you know that's where you got to put your eggs. That's where I'm putting my eggs. <laughs> put them all online. <laughs> Joke's on me. What if the internet just like becomes extinct in five years? I'd be like, shit. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Back to the good old theatre in the barn. <laughs> Street theatre. Oh, yes. Busking. Why, why not? 
why why the flip not uh, remember guys if you want to get involved in today's show uh, please let us know your reviews as well so if there's anything out there anything else, anyone out there uh, that has seen something they absolutely loved and they want to tell other people just tweet us at foobar radio we'll shout you out or you can email into the show chill at foobarradio.com let us know what was good or what was really shit as well because I don't want to go and spend my money seeing something that's awful mm. or you know or maybe there's something like hidden amongst the whole interface of, of Netflix that I that I haven't found yet because mm. you know it tends to be the same stuff that just comes up but there's actually thousands and thousands of titles right and do you know what trying to find something to watch on Netflix is it's a really tricky situation it's overwhelming in our house. isn't it there's too much choice yeah so it's like I'm sat there and I just ah you decide I don't know and then he'll put something on like no I don't want to watch this I'm yeah. not in the mood for this I know what I don't want to watch <laughs> yeah and but I don't know what I do want to watch totally that's totally so we spend about half an hour trying to find it. something and then we're like oh should we just go to bed let's go to bed yeah, just <laughs> good night YouTube YouTube it alright YouTube it it's quicker it's quicker um, yeah exactly um, we've also got I've got some I've been doing my research I like to go away and be a bit nerdy and I like to go and find my movie trivia of the week so uh, let's, let's go get Lucy Patterson and then we'll come back and have a bit of movie trivia slash film review time um, this is Back Row and Chill Fubar Radio presents all areas. We have, I would go so far as to say Love Island royalty on the phone now, Callie Jane Beach. And what did you feel of the Sarah Holland situation when she got her crown taken off? Her? There was a lot that went on behind the scenes, what people didn't know about. And she knew that if that was to happen, she would have been decrowned. And this was all in discussion before Zara went in. She knew what was going to happen if she did. But do you feel yeah, that sometimes knew. emotions get carried away and you have a drink? and you... Yeah, I suppose a tiny bit, but you don't get much alcohol to get pissed in there, let's be honest. And they look like a bloody palm set when you walk in the camera everywhere. <laughs> Every Thursday, access all areas from 6 pm. Fubar Radio. Boom, you are listening to Fubar Radio, but you're listening to Back Row and Chill at the moment. And uh, Lucy Patterson has arrived. Oh, Hello. bang on time. Yeah. Bang on time, brilliant. brilliant. Um, we're going to be doing a little bit of uh, film reviews and chit chat about that. Lovely. Um, so, yeah, get involved, people. As I said, yeah. tweet us if you want to get Please involved do. with us. Um, what have people been seeing this week? And what have they thought about it? Well. <laughs> <laughs> As I know I know what you've seen this week, so I didn't bother going to see that. Okay. So I thought, okay, find something that, that's not massively huge and everyone's made a big deal about. It came mm-hmm. out today. It's called It Comes at Night. It's Ooh. like a horror thriller mystery. A yeah, it's got Joel Edgerton in it and Ooh. Riley Keough. Um, and it's basically... What I thought of it when it finished was like, that was The Walking Dead without zombies. It's that sort of thing. It's like a post-apocalyptic, mm-hmm. which I know you quite... You quite like, don't you? I think you could handle this one. It's not like people's heads being chopped off and all that shit. I can't do that. It's a real mystery and it's a real, it's a slow burner. Okay. And the end sort of had me a bit, I wish you could see my face. It was literally like, "Eh?" what was that? You know, (laughs) but it it was, like imagine that noise, like the face that goes with that. Um, But yeah, I, I really liked it. The performances were amazing. Okay. And it didn't really go down the route you think it's going to go. Joel Edgerton and his family are survivors of this, whatever's happening. I don't think they really know. Mm. It's only based in their house and in the woods around it. Um, And it's him, his son and his wife. Someone breaks into the house. It turns out it's um, a younger man and he's got his wife and his child sort of 50 miles away and he's trying to find food for them. 
And Joel Edgerton, out of the goodness of his heart, after he gives him a really hard time, takes them into his home and says, "Okay, let's all survive together. Mm. And it just turns to shit. (laughs) But not in the way you think it would. And I think that was genius. You know, like I said, it is a slow burner. But if you like a mystery and you like a a real thinker, Mm. and it it will make you jump a lot. And I was all on my own, actually, this morning. (laughs) And then just as it started, someone else walked in and I was like, thank fuck for that <laughs> I was about to leave <laughs> you know but yeah go and see it if you like that sort of thing if you like being scared just a little bit What's without being again? grossed out that it comes at night it comes, it at, comes night. at night yeah. oh gosh yeah. you know, when so I saw Paranormal Activity I was at oh uni I had to get my f- we, all, we all stayed in the same room yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that, for all of uni it's like that in the sense that I don't know about you, but with paranormal activity, I was watching it going, kind of, oh, this is really boring. And then when she gets dragged off of that bed duh, by her feet, duh. game changer. Whoa. And it's, it's actually making... Like, yes, yes I'm, I'm now. as well. You know, it's that sort of thing. All of a sudden, it's just like, shit, yeah. scary. Oh, no, I didn't I didn't even approach. I saw... Um, <laughs> I'm, sure, I, I'm getting really frightened. I know. I, know. No. I saw Conjuring <laughs> by accident. It was, oh, an, it, was a complete, it was a complete accident that I That's saw a bad that. accident, because that is the one film that scares the shit out of me. Yeah. And not a lot scares me. I saw The Conjuring 2. It was a wow. um, it was a prank played on me by the Wall of Comedy Boys. Cheers, oh, guys. I remember you saying that. Bastards. And, uh, yeah, I thought I was going to see Suicide Squad and I was already in, locked in the cinema. Whoa. And they played Conjuring 2. That is so cruel. That um, is nasty. Mm. The footage is really funny, though. It's me basically <laughs> making sick noises and doing, like, ninja moves. Like, it's all right. Uh, and it ended up weirdly being, like, a weird sort of first date with my boyfriend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. I like her. I was just going to say I like that. her mood. I like this. I like this one. I'll, I'll have that. He digged it. It was fine. <laughs> but um, what did I see this week? So, um, I went to... Oh, I know. I've been checking out a lot of Netflix. Have you? Uh, because there's a, there's a big, huge influx of Netflix stuff that's, yep. that's popped up, um, including The Circle, which Ooh, is yeah. Tom Hanks and Emma Watson. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know it was Netflix. I thought it was going to be a cinema release. So I was waiting for it for the cinema. Yeah. And it suddenly popped up on my yeah. Netflix. And I went, oh, okay. Um, and I really wanted to like it. it the the trailer um, was oh. like <laughs> it was. It's kind of it's, it's kind of parodying. I I think Apple and Google. So it's basically this huge uh, company called yeah. called the Circle, where basically and that, that's where they're parodying like a kind of Apple Google thing. Right. And uh, Emma Watson gets a job in the sort of customer services, so she's low level, yeah. but she joins the Circle, and it's about how it all seems super super rosy. At the, but there's it's more corrupt than more layered mm-hmm. you go in there um, and um, and yeah so that was uh, it wasn't really as good as no. um, which is yeah oh. maybe why you know I know Netflix originals don't really go down the cinema route but maybe that's that's why well, I was wondering whether it was a cinema one that kind of didn't take off and then maybe. Netflix took it because it, it straight to DVD yeah. It, yeah. it was on Apple Shit. it was on Apple trailers ages really? ago oh. so it made me think it was a cinema release because I've never seen an Apple yeah. trailer for a Netflix original so I thought maybe there was some sort of deal cut maybe because it didn't get it a distribution yeah. but um, my problem was um, Emma Watson's American accent yep I knew um, you were going to say that I was waiting for it yeah. and um, which I was trying not to be bothered about it but then <laughs> even my boyfriend went god that's awful isn't it and it's I was under like, your skin yeah. things like that don't and, it? He, yeah. and he was like kind of can't take anymore yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, Tom Hanks was brilliant. He played the kind oh, of like, my yeah, he, he played like the brilliant. Steve Jobs type yeah. guy, which was just brilliant. Mm-hmm. And the concept of the movie was 
freakishly close to home especially as someone who works in social media yeah. so the idea of the film is that there's these new cameras that you can get which you can just kind of clip on and it makes c- cameras have got better and smaller and whatever and it links up to your circle account which links every all of your everything in your life is then on in one place yeah. um but it gets scary like even like your registering to vote or even your Ooh. everything your bills your medical much. everything goes in yeah. just one social media account mm. the circle mm. and you can wear these cameras and you it's called going transparent where basically you you vlog 24 hours a day to, to show that but basically they were saying crime rates will go down because if you're always being watched you're always 24 aware. hours a day yeah so like on the toilet and um, stuff like that well you get three minutes <laughs> in bra- the bedroom wait just, <laughs> having, a, just having a poo hold yeah. on you get three minutes bathroom <laughs> privacy where it'll go out for three right. minutes um, what about you know yeah um, I think actually you can switch it off when you're asleep but there is a scene there is a thing where they deal with the whole sort of like having sex issues Um, and it made me think um, and so so Emma Watson becomes this kind of like global superstar because she's like vlogging every day and um, she's transparent um, and she wakes up and she's got millions and billions of followers and stuff and 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 it's kind of how she gets she starts off as a bit of a rookie and ends up being a little bit taken in I don't see that she has the the personality this is terrible I don't see that she has the personality to be able to play a character like that. No, she. Well, she didn't. And I feel like she. Re- <laughs> well, no, exactly, exactly. And I feel like she's r- just riding on her name now. Oh, for sure. Like I, it's such was, a shame. What was really annoying was like the role is actually amazing, and the story arc would would have been really good for somebody else. But she didn't. She didn't really. Yeah, she didn't really change or go. It was just Emma she Watson. She doesn't. She's so monotone and boring. It was I'm Emma sorry. Watson the whole time. Yeah. And I was like, this is you know, as a storyline, you've got like girl entering a company being really awkward mm. um, being the awkward loner girl oh, who there's en- a lot of scope for it yeah and yeah. then she yeah. ends up becoming the superstar and like it's kind of yeah there's kind of there was so much to play with and she yet again yeah. she didn't play with anything well, she'll probably get an award for it you though. didn't enjoy Beauty and the Beast then did you I did enjoy Beauty and the Beast I just didn't enjoy Emma didn't enjoy exactly. the auto tune and uh, when she runs <laughs> my problem my first problem was when she ran up that hill <laughs> And she was going, I want adventure. You know, the bit yeah. where Belle comes out and she's like spinning, she's got her arms up. She ran to the top of a hill and put her arms by her side and went, I want adventure. I was like, this <laughs> is wrong. This like, we said almost this is, exactly this that on the exactly show. This is exactly my review And we were like, Johanna just should have done it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was literally in the cinema because I want to be in the cinema and I want to be in a position where I'm so impressed by the person mm-hmm. that I go, fucking hell, well done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't have done that in yeah. a million years with yeah. all the training in the world. I yeah. Only, you know, bless you. Um, but when I see someone's performance, I go, I could do that. Like, yeah. I shouldn't. Why be am I sat in this seat yeah. while you're there? I shouldn't yeah. be feeling that at all. No. And yeah. Emma and I was like, I was wriggling trying to move for her. Like, come on, come on, yeah. come on. Maybe if I move a bit more, she'll move a bit more. But it didn't work like that. Um, and yeah, so I think the circle. It's an interest, interesting concept, but it's not like a brilliant yeah. movie. And it, no. it kind of it, it built itself up to a movie. Mm. Me. I saw it on Netflix and saw her face and yeah. just went scroll, scroll. Um, <laughs> this is serious, serious issues. Yeah. Scroll, scroll. So, uh, have, have you all seen anything, Sophie, this week that you'd like to review? I finished watching Glow. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't started it yet. Have I'm you going not? to, yeah. Oh, it's good. I was just finishing Red Oaks and something else. So, I'm going to do that next. That's on the It will next. change your life for the week. I'm so excited. I love that it's only 25 minutes long each yeah. episode. I love so. ones like that. But as well. I did, I binged, like, Again. I binged it. Excellent. How many I, episodes? 10. 
oh my god I'll have that done by Monday yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, nothing. Yeah. and I uh, I legit like googled spandex wear on eBay because I was inspired I, I just wanted like, some high rise leotards <laughs> I know <laughs> I was just like I just, everything just needs to go up I need to just wear a thong all the time and like, and everything, yeah. it's very call on me yeah it really is <laughs> and I, I just I'm in love with not only the acting the comedy the story um, but also the, just the design whoever it's set in like 1984 or whatever it's spot on isn't and it's it absolutely they have like spent so much effort yeah. making every and it's not like an attempt to be 80s or an ode to 80s it, it is. is the 80s yeah sometimes yeah. you find they just bung a couple of Sergio Ciccini tracksuits on people and go yes it's the 80s yeah, but it's and not. you think really it's not there's no, poor it's effort so everything the hair from what everything. I've seen of the promo shots and things it looks yeah. really like authentic it's authentic yeah. it's just really fun as well yeah. have you seen Orange is the New Black yeah, yeah. And it, but you can you feel it don't you yeah. you still feel yeah. that that's the same and writing it's, it's nice. the same gritty like female yeah. powered like mm. it's great mm. I love it and it's not um, it is not um, like because it looked like it could be quite a plasticky show but it's really gritty like there's yeah. The girls are getting topless. There's lots of I sort of boobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's boobs. Like in the first episode, within tits the first ten minutes. Yeah, yeah um, Alison oh, Brie gets her tits out. Lovely. And, and, yeah. you know, and, and I think from that moment you go, okay, I can take this seriously. Yeah, this is like this is this not is, what I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah this isn't a That's silly good. show. Yeah, this is, mm. yeah, you, yeah. As soon as you see yeah. a tit, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is raw. This is game real. changer. Yeah, yeah. Oscar, Oscar. <laughs> But super brilliant show. So I'm, I'm, I've, I've, I kind of want to watch, watch it again. It's, yeah, it's yeah great. I can't wait for, for series two. They need to make the episodes a bit longer though. I think because yeah. I, I want to sit there more. You know, when it ended, I was like, "Where's the next episode? Where is it? Where is it?" Like, oh, I hate that. It's that uh, anger, oh. isn't it? And I was like, "That's yeah. it. That's a copy." I had that with uh, with Riverdale. I watched the finale, not realizing it was finale, and I was like, "I'll oh, just go to the next." No, yeah, I See, wish I'd have invested a little bit more time in that. <laughs> I wasn't. I actually <laughs> watched like the penultimate one, thinking it was the finale. <gasps> Tweeted him and everything, going, "What am I supposed to do with my Fridays now?" Blah blah blah. Came in here and Johanna went, "Oh, you know the bit when blah blah blah." And I was like, "No, <laughs> is this is a secret episode." Secret. <laughs> 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 episode um, right and um, I'm, I'm trying to think of the other series that I was also loving which was mm-hmm. is it Netflix as well um, no I'm just for some music because I've got a little song to play ah. um, but I can't remember which uh, which show I've got this from now no, it's <laughs> Selena Gomez so I think it's, it's probably 13 reasons so it's probably 13 why, reasons yeah. why no it's not no I actually think this is also from Baby Driver. Oh, brilliant. Ah. Selena, I'm not really surprised that Selena Gomez was on that. You can correct me, anybody, if this is wrong. But Edgar, if you're listening, correct her. Please, yeah, <laughs> <on>. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Wright. I may have got it wrong. Um, okay, so this is Same Old Love by Selena Gomez. And then we're going to come back because I have got um, some... Uh, some more stuff on Netflix that I think you guys should Excellent. definitely check because one of them has changed my life to the point where I have now become a vegetarian so really mm-hmm. I'm very excited have you? about so this gonna... oh you've joined the club <laughs> <laughs> welcome we have t-shirts <laughs> do you have mugs we have oh, mugs I, mug. I will tell you all about why this movie changed Excellent. my life um, uh, just after this little song by Selena Gomez okay here we go I wish I could sing like Selena Gomez. Yeah, uh, you, you can. <clears throat> Say my love. <laughs> she just whispers everything. That's, That's very true. true actually. Bad liar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we have a Selena Gomez impersonator in the building, Brilliant. guys. <laughs> Sophie Craig. <laughs> it's Sophie Craig on all social media. <laughs> um, right. So before we were just having a bit of a film review, um, and I was saying that I saw a film on Netflix that affected me to a point where it changed something in my life and it was true I saw the film 
Okja or Okja. Um, it's a very weird title, um, but it should be one of the main things that they're pushing at the moment on the top of the Netflix. Mm-hmm. And it's spelled O-K-J-A, like Okja. Okja. And it's, okay, yeah. it's got Tilda Swinton in it. Um, it's got um, Paul... Oh my gosh, I forgot his fucking name now. I've forgotten that um, as well. I watched I, about five minutes of it. I think he's called like Paul Danos. Paul Dano. Dano, Dano yeah, that's yeah, the one. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Um, and it's this really unusual uh, concept story um, about um, this fictional super pig that they've made. They've made this genetically modified animal, which is like this huge hippo slash with a by a pig and it's called a super pig mm. and they made 26 of them they um, sent them to different farmers all over the world and in 10 years time they're going to find the pick the best pig and that that pig is going to be um, the kind of the show pig for all the world mm-hmm. and they're going to breed these super pigs in the millions and millions and it's going to be the, ne- the the new cheap meat yeah um, to replace other other kind of farming it's like save agriculture and, mm-hmm. and, and stuff so that's the concept of the movie but what happens is that this little super pig um, gets sent to a farmer in Korea who has a little daughter like the same age and they grow up together over those 10 yeah. years mm-hmm. and when it comes to picking the, the, the super pig called Okja they pick her one and um, she didn't never understood that it was going to have to go away and, and, and be Slaughtered. Oh God, I'm glad I didn't finish it. Um, and so the movie is the pig being taken and yeah. this girl basically not taking no for an answer. Excellent, and she good girl. follows the pig to New York. Wow. She gets involved with a group of um, animal activists yeah. who are trying to kidnap the pig back. And oh. um, it's all about her trying to save um, this pig's life. And it's just a really good, well-made yeah. movie. Tilda Swinton, Swindon plays the... Um, the the owner of the kind of manufacturing mm-hmm. company who wants to to kill the pigs and and, and she's always them. good so. yeah she's a good baddie mm-hmm. um, and it was just a really good movie it's produced by Brad Pitt so um, oh, Plan B isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. It's produced by Brad Pitt and it was just a really good film so but the point is is that it actually made me cry not many films do like yeah. you know if you made me cry and it mm. made me cry made my boyfriend cry sorry disclosure <laughs> yeah you did cry I saw you um, it, it really affected us because at the end of it it gets to the point where he, she's got to save the pig last minute in the slaughterhouse in the oh, abattoir wow God. I don't, I don't think I'll, so I watch she's, it so she's like racing through the abattoir to, to, to get oh, to her that sounds horrific um, and and yeah I just saw the kind of the other side even though it was a fictional movie yeah. obviously everything that was in the movie was what kind of goes on in everyday abattoirs Every movie's got a message and yeah so this message was sort of like pigs have feelings too and a bit like the babe the babe of the 90s movie pigs are as intelligent if not more intelligent than dogs yeah and I think people forget that well yeah because they're just like oh because I'm a dog you don't eat dogs but they they, oh I can't Um, (laughs) so I literally like kind of the the, the film ended and I was like oh my god that was an amazing film and then I was like I literally can't stop thinking about some of the things that I saw mm-hmm. um, and I was like oh it's done a really good job because I emotionally invested in that character and yeah. I, I sort of saw the, the side of the Okja the pig mm-hmm. it made me translate that into real life and I th- actually think this is where I sit I realise that I don't think that we um, necessarily should not eat meat I think that we are designed to, yeah. to eat meat but the way that we do it now in this culture is actually not okay. Yeah. Um, so we, you know, it's not the same as like the Native Americans where you can, um, you, you hunt can, it, you can hunt it and mm-hmm. then you use every single bit and you're yeah, really yeah. thankful for it and you can, and you can recycle and reuse and, and whatever. But we don't do that. They we just bless it and everything. Yeah, like, yeah. They thank that's like, a real, real big it. deal. That, yeah. I think that's why we were designed to sort of 
be like that but unfortunately now we've got abattoirs and things like that and, and it's like, just mass and it's, slaughter it's, 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 yeah mm. and it's and I was like okay so then I've got a decision of either I can be in denial about that I can which not, I think most any, people are I think anyone that eats meat you know if you try to say yeah. that to them I think they do they get they, they're, they're in denial it's not that they don't want to it's just a blind eye yeah. I, I, choose, yeah. I choose to ignore it because otherwise I would cry every yeah. time I ate dinner so, yeah. but, but then but, is that saying something exactly, to me yeah. I don't so know, then you know? I, started to, I started to listen to that like oh but if I looked at it I'd get upset and I was like well why are you upset yeah. because you know it's wrong well then don't so, do it yeah. yeah so then I was like okay well I, I'm going to I, so I have a choice and I can I can support these abattoirs or I cannot yeah um, and I was like I, I, I don't think it it's right with me anymore I think no. this film is actually so good mm. um, as a story but also the message in it was yeah. really powerful and I'm not saying that if you watch this film you're going to be a vegetarian <laughs> uh, because um, my boyfriend had like a burger straight after but um, <laughs> <laughs> but for me it, it, it's it, a didn't, real thing, it didn't sit with me right Right. Yeah, it made me think about it for a day. And then the next day I ended up having a meal and um, I was given sort of chicken on a stick and, and I, I I had struggled a hard, to get it down. I struggled mm. with it because like it kind of like something had been clicked in my head and mm-hmm. it wasn't just. Um, and um, I've been vegetarian for a week now. Wow, um, well so done I'm, you. Um, you know, bar a, a sweet that I didn't realise. <laughs> oh, yeah. Obviously, like, yeah, but, a lot yeah. of gelatin because in things, me, I get I don't know what's meat, but there's a load of products that I don't even know mm. what are in. So it's made me think a little bit about what I'm eating and where it's coming from. Yeah. And, like, check the packet because you just don't know what you just mm. shoving things in your gob most of the time. <laughs> and you don't really know no, where exactly they're coming from. So I definitely recommend Oakja. Um, and um, the last thing for um, for that for, for Netflix I'm going to recommend this week is a thing called double x so it's like xx Ooh, i'm pleased you've watched that because that was another one that i looked at and then thought okay this, this looks oh, good and then got distracted it's, so I, I was so proud of myself it's four short horrors <gasps> and you watched them all johanna um, this is amazing well done i think well actually i watched three still one, from, one, from behind a one's pillow enough. Oh. but they weren't they weren't like gore horrors okay um it, oh, it i was, can do it was, i can sort of it was more them. short story with like psychological like oh. was it supernatural or was like it slasher or yeah <laughs> Oh my god, I love those stories. So they're all different. It's like four different, four different shorts, um, all sort of weaved together. But even though they're each story is nothing to do with the other one, yeah. Um, and and it's just it's just a good little spooky. You can either watch them in episodes or you can just watch the whole thing as like a movie. I think I'm gonna um, watch that. And like the first one was about this sort of woman whose children stop eating, and they can't Ooh. get to the bottom of why they children are refusing to eat. And then the husband um, decides to go on a he goes until my children eat I'm not going to eat right and so it's like yeah and then yeah don't give it away they'll die at the end yeah (laughs) starvation and then there's um, uh, yeah so there's a completely different little but it was they're really well made and I was so excited that um, short film form was becoming like high up on the Netflix thing yeah. I thought oh this is great yeah because so if you they get make... buried otherwise yeah, don't they, they? Yeah. and that's a shame because there are so many hidden gems out there of short film totally mm. even from you know years and years ago mm. things that people haven't been able to see and I just think you know get on YouTube and have a search but now you can get on Netflix and have yeah, a search it's amazing you know, they're coming up the list like I you know, said yeah good. so I was like that's what drew me not the horror thing it went for short films yeah. so I went ooh a horror ooh and I was like <laughs> uh, I did like a disclosure with my boyfriend I was like right I'm going to watch horror like it's on you if uh, I can't sleep right, yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. actually just I've got to say if anyone does struggle with like nightmares and horrors and stuff because I had a whole life of like having night terrors yeah and uh, my boyfriend invented this really cool thing or maybe someone told him <laughs> but so you wake up and you're like oh my god oh my god and he goes here's a gun go back in 
sort it out. Oh. Ah. And like it hands you like in a little invisible gun and then you kind of go back in the dream and you go back in with your gun and you literally have the power to go... That is so simple. That's so and cute. That's so, and yeah, cute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's actually, I think it's like a psychological thing as well. Yeah. yeah. Of you owning the thing that just scared you. Makes yeah, perfect that's sense, like really. The, like night terrorism yeah. stuff, it's all like psychological mm. stuff, yeah, it? So if you're suddenly taking control yeah. of the situation, yeah. it's like, boom, I'm on it. It's yeah. really empowering. Die. And really fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's just like, boom. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, that's really sweet. That is lovely. Take the gun, go. Like, <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of revolutionised my, my sleeping pattern. <laughs> Um, so yeah gosh maybe we should turn this segment into the show in like oh, God, vegetarian yeah <laughs> health life hacks by Johanna James <laughs> no maybe not um, the Spider-Man movie yes. is out now I've only seen the first 20 minutes but I didn't go and see it because I thought I knew you'd gone to the premiere and I thought you'd seen the whole thing no I went up to a screening the other day and um, I got the wrong end of the stick or I missed the memo or whatever and it was just a 20 minute screening <laughs> oh no so I turned up got comfy took my shoes off had a massive Toblerone and was like right have, let's <laughs> do, do it, do it. <laughs> but apparently the, the reviews have been like really amazing well yeah it's the best Spider-Man film and Tom Holland's great and they want to sign him up for like 57 sequels and stuff yeah um, so I've got a little bit of a trailer to Lovely. play out now um, so I'm going to give that a, a quick little play um, um, and then I think it's going to be the end of the show. Oh, um, so I hope you guys have a lovely weekend. We will be back next week with loads more guests, competitions, and of course, film reviews. And me. <laughs> yeah. Every week. Thank you so much, Sophie. You've been amazing today. Thank you very well much done. for having me. I've had a great time. It's been brilliant. Right, this is Spider-Man trailer and we are over and out. Hey, Peter. You coming tonight? I can't tonight. I got the Stark internship. What's up, guys? Mr. Stark, here's my report for tonight. I stopped the Grand Theft Bicycle. Hey, could you do me a favor? Hold on to that. Is this anybody's bike? Oh, I helped this old lady and she bought me a churro. So, that was nice. These weapons are crazy dangerous. Listen, Peter, there are people who handle this sort of thing. Can't you just be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man? What are you hiding, Peter? I'm just kidding, I don't care. Bye. There's a ton of other subsystems in here, but they're all disabled by the training wheels protocol. I'm sick of Mr. Stark treating me like a kid. But you are a kid. Yeah, a kid who can stop a bus with his bare hand. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.